It is indeed the Groove Cafe where I have amazing conversations with people who are passionate about change, passionate about helping others, and there's so much to learn along the way. Today, I have Joanita Margaret Nasali joining me on the show. She is a professional counselor as well as an all-rounded performing artist with exceptional talent in music, dance, and drama. Now, many people call her simply Joan. Um, Joanita, Joan, how are you? Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Crystal. Mm-hmm. Thank, you. Um, thank you for joining me. What is your, your stage name? Do you have a stage name? I don't have a stage name. Actually, okay. I'm just called uh, Joan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I can use Joanita okay. Nassai. Okay. Uh, but many call me Joan. I don't have a specific stage name. Okay. Now, um, I find it interesting that you use um, like performing arts as part of your therapy as a counselor you you're going to have to take me back to where this all started my dear you are ugandan yes yes i am okay uh born and bred as they say <laughs> okay <laughs> um. what <laughs> uh-huh born here went to school here yes where did you go I went to Mpoma Girls School for mm-hmm. my secondary in St. Jesus Nagalama. Uh, university, I just uh, went to Chambogo University. Okay. Yeah. And this passion for MDD, music, dance, and drama, when did it start? Actually, it started way back, like since my childhood. I very loved this, and I always talked to my mom to actually find out where it all started. Okay. Because when I look back in my background, like my family background, I have not seen actually very many people in music or dance or acting. But sometime back, she revealed to me that my late dad loved her music a lot. Ah. Yeah, so I think it comes from there. Okay. How old were you yeah. when your dad passed away? Actually, I didn't get to see him. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he had the passion for music. Yeah. You said you you've that. looked you've looked in the family and you haven't really seen anyone else with that same passion. No, because when I look at my siblings, they are so interested in business. They are so so much interested in business, accounting, hmm. and then my mom is a teacher. Um, <laughs> so I haven't seen anyone. Not even my grannies. No one. But oh, wow. my mom just told me yes that. My dad <laughs> loved music. He loved music. Okay, so that means you must have been different when you were growing up, the things that you were interested in. Actually, I wasn't that distant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, um, I was a very <laughs> interesting person. My mm-hmm. mom, uh, my mom, uh, God bless her soul, Mm. Uh, she did so well. She did a good job, and I'm always proud of her. Oh, yeah. She has always uh, let me do what I want, and I've always told her I love this. Actually, university, I wanted to go 
deeper in MDD and she told me you're gifted in that at least do something else that you can work with okay gifts yeah mm-hmm. she advised me that way so, so she supported you huh she has already supported me I've been part of hot steps and she has been <laughs> supporting me <laughs> like all my dance world uh, mm-hmm. all the things chasing that dream she has always been there she will buy you a beautiful shoe in line with how you're going to dance well yeah. so <laughs> she has always thought about me Aww. yeah so I love her for that okay because um, the thing I know about children who are interested in the arts, huh? they are always doing interesting things. I remember I used to get a little blanket, put it on the mm. ground, get mm. my little teapots and a table, and the whole family had to be there to listen to whatever stage play I had in my head. Were you that kind mm. of child? Uh, actually, I used to... Uh, I, I actually noticed that most of the time I'm attracted to what they call broken people. Mm. I, I was more in that line. So okay. singing, bringing kids closer, um, you know, make them sing, play around, interact with animals, make them do certain things. <laughs> I think that was that kind of person, like teach them basic things. As long as we are around and singing together, playing together. Um, my mom actually go to discover and some other parts of my family that I danced when uh, we went to attend a certain wedding mm. and then apparently this uh, lady that had invited us wanted me to do at least a number on her wedding mm. my mom was shocked she has always heard my daughter is this my daughter is that people used to tell her mm. so that's when she discovered and that was in my senior six work okay that's when she She's could like, see the dancer you were yeah but mm. she had heard the stories, but <laughs> she had never seen me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. Okay. So, so in terms of becoming a professional counselor, when mm. did that happen? Actually, when my mom advised me to study something else, because my passion was really MDD or mass communication, mm-hmm. those two. And then when she told me to do something else, I, I was introduced to social sciences. Mm-hmm. So in social sciences, I'm introduced to this thing called psychology. I found it so interesting. Mm-hmm. I'd never heard about it, but just reading psychology, I was intrigued. I wanted to know more. Mm-hmm. So that's when I decided. So I, I majored in psychology and social administration. Okay. That's what I did in social sciences. Uh-huh. And then after my school, I was attracted to what we call CBT, mm-hmm. cognitive behavior therapy. Mm-hmm. That is uh, something that I got attracted to. I felt I could express myself more using that kind of therapy to be able to get to people. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So what is the relationship between you know, this type of therapy, therapy, like, you know, performing arts and mental health? <laughs> there is a very close relationship. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, I started with music first. I'm very passionate. I also sing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, you do? Uh, okay. Yes. Yes. And uh, uh, with the research I'm doing and the research I've read about, I got to discover that people that relate more with music 
musicians or those people that relate more with it or those people that get to listen more and interact with music mm-hmm. the way their brain works is very much different with people that are completely attached mm. with uh completely detached with music like how we reason um directed to each other we remember things uh learning different languages you you can ask yourself why you find a musician they are given a song from a different language mm-hmm. like, and they're able to sing it yet they can't even speak the language and they bring it out for relate really well it's not so easy for a person that has grown up to just catch up with a foreign language right so mm-hmm. such things are interesting uh i don't have the statistics of head but uh the way our brain interacts with music i came to discover there is something we call um happy hormones if you've heard about it yes happy hormones mm-hmm. yes and then there is what we call dopamine mm-hmm. that is like uh some some beautiful hormone that is always triggered when we relate more with music Mm-hmm. It is always triggered, and and if it is triggered in our bodies, you find someone doing whatever they they are doing, very happy. They are you know very focused. They want to complete whatever they set up, and and uh, it is just a beautiful thing, a feeling. I don't know how to bring it up, but that's the best way I can bring it out. Okay. And then when it comes to dance, uh, still the more I discover dancing. Uh, I came to realize that uh, you know Americans for example when they started the uh, crank have you heard about the general dance called crank mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah uh, it originated from the frustrations they were going through and the pain they were going through so the best way they could express themselves and you know bring it out all the all caught through whatever they were going through is is Mm-hmm. through that dance that yes. came up with because so, it was a street dance it yeah yes, mm-hmm. and it is it it it, it portrays anger like you know and pain. frustration yes. yes so they are able to bring it out mm-hmm. and uh, people people like us sometimes you don't have much to say but the best way you can express yourself so for someone to listen or to see mm-hmm. it is beautiful and uh I agree. I, th- I think I think that dance is one of the most purest forms of expression. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, the myriad I realized that it is good for our brain and it helps us um how can I bring that out? Have you heard about uh, dementia? Mhm. Yes, with dementia. Yes. Yes. Okay. And uh, so we are very far away from that risk of dementia if you so 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 good with always participating in dance. Whew, that's so, good news. I like to dance. <laughs> yeah, so it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, so that's how I do it and when it comes to acting, mm-hmm. acting usually it's it's about uh expression still. You know, you can come up with scenarios that people can relate to out there and then they are able to know oh, I'm not alone. I actually I'm not alone. I can't go through this so, alone, you know. So they're easy to relate. Okay, so how do you use music, dance and drama as part of your therapy? So, how I use it to meet like space. Mm. The best way I can bring it out, it is like a space to build trust with the people that have come to me. Mm. 
to be able to express themselves and talk about whatever they are going through you know it's not easy to find someone and you know tell them you uh besides that i i will confess i'm not a, a typical therapist mm-hmm. but uh but uh you know sometimes you're seated and then they're going to ask you tell me how you feel mm-hmm. uh, how do you cope with this how do you do that sometimes it's complicated and and uh, and uh these people will be what will put a wall sometimes people put a wall and they just tell you what you want to hear mm-hmm. but when you bring uh, i use this approach to make these people feel free there is that space that you create mm-hmm. and uh, build trust be able to relate with them and they will easily bring out whatever they are feeling and then we are able to you know work with you know those distortions in whatever they think you know with cbt mm-hmm. right? I, you know i didn't bring it about bring it out clearly it's mainly the thinking patterns mm. that uh, people have so if i'm able to discover the distortions they have in their thinking mm. and then i bring it back to light with reality uh, we are good to go so mainly that's what i do those okay. that can dance we can do it together <laughs> and they express those that can sing you approach them with music i found out that Those that can write, you start that way. So there are very many things that mm. you can do, and you know, help people out there. Wow, it's so complicated. Yes. So performing arts are just also just great therapy, I guess. You know, for to maintain very. our mental health, all of us. Very. Okay, yes. so so you work with private clients. Do you also work with any organizations? I uh, last year actually I was working with a Fremont High. Uh, it's uh, an organization mm-hmm. that is dealing with mental health mm-hmm. but for them they are focused on digital okay. how they can approach people yeah yes using a uh, digital platforms mm-hmm. and can be able to help them cope so mental health that's I remind high while I was there psychosocial support officer okay okay yes all right So a lot of what you're talking about is you know how how we can maintain our mental health mm. and how powerful it is to use the arts you know music yeah. dance drama writing i guess painting drawing all these things yes nature animals mm-hmm. okay mm. so so what is your advice what is your advice based on what you know what you have learned and what mm. you're seeing with the people you're helping what is your advice for every person out there Um, um my best advice to every person out there I can say oh, um just like you wake up one day mm-hmm. and you know you're preparing yourself for that day you really want to look good you prepare get the best clothes prepare the best shoe um you know comb your hair the best way wear the best makeup you know you need to go out there and you know Mm-hmm. feel good mm-hmm. so how we are intentional with the way we look the physical mm-hmm. going out somewhere or meeting people all those things is the best way someone is supposed to be intentional even with their mind right with, even with their mental health what do you eat how how do you relate with others what do you feed your mind what do you watch on a daily what do you listen to such thing hmm. so we have to be intentional it is so important because 
if our mind generally is not healthy, there is no way we are going to be able to come out holy and be useful and, you know, meet, meet the goals that we've always wanted to meet mm-hmm. or the dreams that we've always wanted to bring out to people. Because I have seen people with no limbs, mm-hmm. with a perfect mind, and they are able to achieve everything. Mm-hmm. But if someone's mind is not, like, healthy, mm-hmm. there is no way you can function well. So yes. My best advice is for everyone to be intentional about their mental health. Okay. Like, be intentional, yes. Okay, okay. Well, Joanita, thank you so much for chatting with me and for sharing what you do. I I love that you own that your approach to therapy is very different, Mm. but these are the things that give us joy. Yes. In so many ways. Thank you so much for joining me on the Groove Cafe. Oh, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to be able to share. My pleasure. (laughs) My pleasure. Do have a wonderful day and stay safe. Hmm? Thank you so much as well. Stay safe for you. All right. Take care. Groove Cafe. RX Radio. Happy vibes. Sweet connections. The Groove.